Hi guys. <laughs> Hi guys. We suck. We know, but yeah, whatever. I feel so. I don't even feel right recording because we. It's so I mean, bad. the longer we wait, the worse it's gonna get. So we might let's as well, just right? do it. I mean, we had a topic before, but I feel like it was too controversial. Yeah. I'm not even saying that word right right controversial. now. Controversial, yeah. Yeah. We, we for, for us two to get on it by ourselves, we'd have to have a couple other views yeah. in on that conversation. So we didn't want to do that. And then we've been throwing stuff back and forth. But and nothing and, fit. Yeah. But for that topic, I think we, um, I never want to speak from a place of, of ignorance. And not fully understanding someone's viewpoint. And I feel like because none of us are... What that conversation would have been about. about like, yeah. yeah. We it would have had to legit be a listening ear in that yeah. conversation. And, and, I and feel we, like, we would definitely find ourselves in positions in that conversation to speak from ignorance. Yeah. And I and feel I like also our little podcast is never really us being a listening ear. To other people because yes, bitch, just, I said what the fuck I said. It's us voicing our opinions, so it's kind of like, and I, I, there are people that I don't want to offend, you know, and and I want to make sure that I'm choosing my words wisely. I want to say what I say and stand on it ten toes, but you can't stand ten toes in what you say until you fully believe it, and you won't fully believe it until you know full well what you're talking about. Exactly. When you're unsure of what you're talking about, you can't stand ten toes in it. I don't care who comes up against me for things I've said so far on this platform because I know what I'm talking about when I say what I say. Just know we do not care. We we don't. We Bitch, don't. I said it. Yeah. Rewind it. We so want to educate ourselves again. a little bit more, or in or have it be a conversation where we're learning from yeah. someone who is well versed. So that conversation is still not completely out of the way or that arena of conversation is not completely out of the way. We just want when we do have it to have someone there to kind of educate us in mm. that conversation. Exactly. So what, what Renee decided tonight, um, what we're going to do is we're going to um, do a series of yes and no questions. Um, I did five. She did five. And we're going to go down the list. Say yes and no and why. Some of them, she might not agree with my answer. Some of them, she might agree. But we'll discuss it. And then if we can't come to a conclusion, we agree to disagree and leave it up to y'all to figure it out. But anyway, um, I want to drag somebody first before oh, we start. I'm not necessarily drag. But I just want to check somebody real quick. Ooh. Not drag, yeah. We all know I'm not a 50 Cent fan at all, oh right? Oh, my wait, 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 wait. We know I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of 50 Cent. We know I don't like him at all, not even a little smidgen. Mm-mm. But there was something that happened on the Internet this weekend that I've seen too much of it. And maybe this person doesn't have to get the brunt of this dragging, but he's just, he just tipped the scale for me, and that's where I'm at with it, Right? Boozy, well, Lil Duval posted that um, he hardly saw anybody attend Boozy's premiere of his biopic. And a lot of people went to the premiere of Black Mafia Family um, that was done by 50 Cent. And he said, um, we need to, we need to um, 
stay away from mainstream. Mainstream doesn't love us. We need to support black businesses or whatever the case may be. And little boozy retweeted it or liked it or whatever the case may be. Either way, it ended up on the internet that he liked it. My problem with this is that I have never heard, and maybe my ears are not to the streets enough, but I have never heard Boozy or saw Boozy promote black businesses. I've never seen him in black-owned restaurants saying, here, go to this restaurant on his social media platforms. I've never seen him wear black-branded clothing. He still wears companies that have outright um, insulted black people. He still wears their clothing with no problem. I hate it when black celebrities use the race card to kind of force people into supporting them. But not only that, though, like, I don't, granted, I don't follow Boosie either. And Boosie, the Shade Room, Baller Alert, always posting what he's doing. And nobody posted about this biopic. So clearly he wasn't promoting it himself. I'm sorry. Your fan base didn't support you. And that's okay. They're not well, your that's fans. Not, just, that's not okay for him. But I don't want... I've never seen him again. That That is important too. There was poor marketing on his end. But I have never seen him promote black businesses but what i've never seen him business no because to me if you're going to say we need to support black businesses you need to lead by example no but what does boosie's biopic have to do with black business that's what lil duval said and he's a black man and he's putting out a movie (laughs) that's his business whatever i mean that's how they're putting it but i just if i saw ti do something like that i would say even if i don't like ti i'd say okay i get it you know, and it, it to me, it was the same thing that I feel like Monique did. Yeah. You understand? And I have a problem with that. I just feel like they have a hard time accepting that what they deem as their celebrity is not quite celebrity. Like, you're not the A-lister you You're not the... Exactly. You're not the A-lister you think you are. You're not. Exactly. And you need to accept that that's why you're not getting the support. It has nothing to do with people not wanting to support black people because Curtis Jackson is black as hell. And Curtis Jackson promotes all his shit on his Instagram. Yeah, he could just be insulting somebody and he'll put a hashtag... Whatever business it is. His alcohol is, it, no matter what 50 is talking about, that nasty-ass alcohol he got. Hashtag. Same thing with Rick Ross. Rick Ross, exactly. Yeah. If you don't know how to promote yourself, you need to learn. Because Boosie know how to go on this internet and voice his opinion about and Lil Nas everybody X. else. You should have asked Lil Nas X to promote your damn bio. Exactly, because Lil Nas X promoted the shit out of his album, and it's doing really well. It's doing numbers. So... I mean, maybe he should spend more time because for celebrities, I don't think they real. Some of them don't realize that social media pl- platforms is part of their business. It really is. They need to manage those platforms like it's a part of their business. They're not one of us. That where they thought can, he was Beyonce. Exactly. Where him. people would just, oh, Beyonce sneeze. She used Cottonelle. Cottonelle going out of business because exactly. everybody bought it all out. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it, it's you're not Beyonce. You're not 50 Cent. Except that your celebrity is not what it is. 
And uh, okay, this is also another thing for me. I and think who the hell is interested in watching two hours of Boozy's life? Um, not me. Isn't half of it in prison? <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. Know. But why would he pick fifty? Of all the friggin' trolls to pick, exactly. you pick the biggest troll. Stop. Now you're going to have him making fun of Boosie. And I think that's going to be hilarious. And for once, 50 will not be in the wrong. You yeah. see, 50 said, I never want problem. But if you want problem, no problem. No, but that, that to me just annoyed the shit out of me. And I just need celebrities to stop it. Stop attaching the race card every time you do not get your way. It's not always race. Sometimes it's race. But sometimes it's just the fact that you are not the celebrity you think you are. And that's just what that is. Um, but anyway, enough about that. I'm going to leave him alone. Let's get into this shit. Wait! I was talking and something came to my head and I forgot it. All right, let's just go and talk. Oh, my God. Okay, so we're going to start with Sheena's question first. Can okay, you can't fully be you what you can't fulfill all the roles of a father unless you're living with your children. Yes or no? What you think? You can't. I don't believe you can. So no, you cannot fulfill fully fulfill all the roles of a father unless you are living with your children. Um. And before I tell you why, I want to hear what you say. Okay, I'm, I'm kind of, you know what? I'm on the fence, yes and no, because you won't, and I could explain why I'm on the fence, and then you'll explain, because I don't have a kid, but you have a kid. Um, why no? Because midnight cries, 2 a.m., stomach aches, you're not there for that. But I feel like good co-parenting is a thing and that's why i'm on the fence but i do understand that in the middle of the night something could pop up and you're not there to help with bad dreams stomach aches i can't sleep type things you're not there for that and that is also a major part of being a parent because you have to be there to comfort your child mm. in every way they need that comfort from you so that's why I say yes and no, but then, you know, I mean, and that's where I'm at with that. Again, like it goes to your, your, your role as a, a father, one of the roles as a parent is to guide your children mm -hmm. in every aspect. I've seen mothers try to rear sons and the difficulties they're having because they're not men. For something as simple as potty training, you know, that to me, your father, in those, however long it takes your son to be potty trained, two, three years or whatever, to be potty trained, that father needs to be going to the bathroom with his son every time the son goes to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. You know, daddy, I need to use the bathroom. Come, let me show you. He needs to stand in front of the toilet and show his son. You know, it shouldn't be up to the mom yeah. to show the son how to use the bathroom. You know, it should be the father, and every time the son uses the bathroom, encouraging him, telling yeah. him, you know, good job. He needs to be, be there to show the son how to, you know, when it's time, to shave his face properly, mm -hmm. how to dribble a ball, how to walk like a man, how to, how to talk to a lady. You know, these things, 
to me, you have to be in the home to be able to do. But for me, in addition to the points you raise about being able to be there to comfort them, that's part of a father's job too. Yeah. Letting them know that everything is going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Holding them when they need to be held. That's your job. You cannot do that when you're away. And finally, the biggest thing for me is that protection piece. Yeah. You can't fully protect your kids if you're not living in the home with them. Even if you live in the building across the street, God forbid somebody breaks into that house where your child lives in the middle of the night. Yeah. You are not there to protect that home. You're not there to protect your child. Mm -hmm. So yes, you can be an amazing father living away from your kids, but you cannot fulfill all the roles of fatherhood if you do not live in the same house. That's true. Fight me. I'm not going to fight you. I said I was on the fence. So either way, I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. Oh, okay. I agree. I that wasn't going No, fight. I'm saying whoever's listening that want to fight me, oh, fight me. Ain't no 1v1, bitch. <laughs> yeah, You're just, getting jumped. Just fight me. All right, the next one. My question now, this is something I saw on the internet. And I'm going to specify what, I, what I'm saying. Once a man has a woman, he shouldn't worry about cooking, cleaning, or doing his laundry. The question was a woman, not a wife, a woman. So it's very out there. You know what I mean? That is kind of like one of the questions I have. You think so? Yeah. It's like if you read it carefully, it's like one of the questions I have. I guess. Yeah. But it's not the same. It's not um, the same question. But no. It's, it's, okay. So once a man has a woman. Should he worry about life? I mean. And they're living cooking? together? No. It just says as a woman. So you can live together or you can live apart. I'm going to tell you right now. It's asinine. For I don't think it makes sense and I would never be the woman to leave my house and go to your house to cook for you. I'm not doing that. I'm not leaving my house and going to your house to do your laundry. And I'm not leaving my house to go to your house and I get to your house, I got to be tidying up your house. I'm not doing that. Okay. We don't live together. You need to manage what you got going on. Now, once in a blue moon, you could come to my house and I'll have dinner prepared. I'll cook for us. You know, but I'm not leaving my house to go to your house to do your laundry. Mm. If you're talking about living in the house together, that there's room for, there's so many nuances in that conversation that it's not a direct yes or no. It's kind of like a fence. And, and I, I feel like I shouldn't fully answer that question until my question pops up okay because my question is very similar okay but my answer to that hell the fuck no worry about your shit worry about your shit while y'all live together while we live together while we don't live together because i said this multiple times i will not be living with a boyfriend so i will not be doing quote unquote um rachel duties for no damn brandon michael and and nathan you gotta be Joseph. I'm sorry. I'm not cooking. I'm not. And this isn't even when we're married. I don't plan on being a stay-at-home wife. I don't plan on being a stay-at-home mom. Life may change, and I may get sick, and I have to be there. If I am home all day, then yes, I have no problem doing those things. But I'm not working a forty-hour week in nobody's job, or even if I run my own business, and have to worry about cooking, cleaning, and doing your laundry. Nigga, fuck you and the woman that raised you. I do not care. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. 
And that's all period. Now to I think you should ask the question I have that is Next. close to that one. Yeah. Okay. Is it okay to fall into a role of a mate while courting? Absolutely not. Let me explain why. Again, this is see, I shouldn't have put that question because this is a yes or no response for me too. Mm-hmm. It has to be the right kind of mate. And I do believe in men leading and stepping into that leadership role. So once they've proven that they're that kind of support system, then it's okay for you to do those things. So if you're with somebody who you can depend on to protect and provide for the household that the two of you share, if you're with somebody who you don't have to worry about ever having to go and put gas in your car, wash or clean your car. You don't have to fix anything in the house. He, he's doing everything he's supposed to do. He's taking out the trash, fulfilling all the roles of a man in the house. Then there's no reason why as a woman, you cannot fulfill those roles too. That's a no for me. That is a, because I don't, I will stand 10 toes on this. I'm not moving in with nobody or nobody's not moving into my house. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not. Mm. Because I don't, I've set myself up in a situation where for the majority of our relationship, I played that role and I'm single right now. Mm -hmm. So if we're courting, as in we're going on dates, okay, that means that nothing is certified. Like we have not. No, no, no. You're courting. That's your boyfriend. But we're dating. That's my boyfriend. Okay. That's now, why I specified, I didn't say dating, I said courting. But if we're dating... Courting is on the way to marriage. Courting. Now we're engaged and we're living together the year of our marriage. Of course, you should fall, everything should fall in line. Mm-hmm. But the bare minimum is no longer putting gas in my car. The no. bare minimum... No, I'm saying, I, I said one of those things. There's a yeah, lot of other but things. but a lot of other things like putting gas in my car should happen when we are just talking to each other you're my boyfriend and we're not even engaged it should just be something you do because when you have a girlfriend and she cook food she cooked it if she's a cooker she's gonna be cooking five nights a week you will oh if you go over there five nights a week are you gonna always have food to eat yes mm-hmm. unless she's me and she cooked and she warmed something up for herself <laughs> but if she's a cheetah if she's an actual woman yes you'll have food five nights a week until I feel that even I feel like even if I get engaged, I'm still in the back of my mind. I'll be like, this is probably not even my forever person. Until I wow. feel like you are my forever person and I could fully submit to you. If I can fully feel, feel that until you're married. I'm not. No, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. I, I just feel like as much as I want a man to, if a man is stepping into the role and doing what he's supposed to do as a man and showing me that he's fulfilling all those roles as a husband, I don't see why not I can't fulfill some of those roles. But I'm not going to be your girlfriend playing your wife forever. I'm not Absolutely not. And that question, can you cook? Nigga, go eat at your mama's house. Try it. If you're going to propose to me, be financially ready to get married within a year. Because I'm not Exactly. Fucking five-year engagement. So don't just think about the cost of the ring. Think about how we're going to finance this wedding. 
And I feel like that that wedding conversation should be a conversation you be, have before. Yeah, before you even you might meet a girl like me that have no problem going to the courthouse and mm-hmm. then throwing a big ass bash at the end. Mm-hmm. But then again, you might meet a girl that want the full dress, the full eight bridesmaids, mm-hmm. ten flower girls. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You might be with a girl that want all of that yep. shit. Yeah. You understand? So yeah, you so need to have those conversations should be had. had before you even yeah, before you even get engaged, before you decide. Because some people believe in, I believe in having a fully financed marriage as opposed to a an exorbitantly expensive wedding. I will. Somebody said financed. one time, the more money you spend on your marriage, on your wedding, the quicker you are to get a divorce. Who said that? Mighty said that. Who was she throwing shade at when she said that? At her friend. Because her friend had her wedding at Disney. Mm. (laughs) No, because... But that makes sense, though. Yeah. Because you're bleeding yourself dry financially. And money is the biggest cause for argument in a marriage. Exactly. And you're going to put strain on each other because you're frustrated because there's no money. So, yeah, that there is value in that. I believe you could have a really nice, tasteful wedding... On a budget, if you think, yeah, you think outside the box and you use the resources you have, mm-hmm. you could have a very elegant and beautiful situation. No, nowadays you see people getting married and everybody Beyonce and Jay Z when they don't even got Beyonce and Jay Z money. Yeah, not me. And Beyonce and Jay Z wedding looks simple as hell. Mm-hmm. They want to be Kanye and Kim so much, and look at Kanye and Kim divorce. Oh, God. <laughs> don't say that. That's not nice. Oh, no. so my next question. Does having sex on the first date or first link up make you a hoe? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> sex happens when it happens. If you feel for it, drop them drugs. I do what it do, boo. I agree. It doesn't make you a hoe. It doesn't. it doesn't make you a hoe. Because you could get into the next situation and be with the person for six months and not have sex with them. You could, you could, you, before that situation where you had sex, you could have been in, in um, dating probably about maybe four or five different religi- relationships mm-hmm. where you dated these people, these different people, y'all courted for months, you know, and nothing, no sex whatsoever. You guys just dated. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's been two years since you've had sex. And this guy comes and he pushes all those buttons. And makes you feel tingly inside on the first day. And you're like, damn, I haven't gotten any in two years. Let me get some. And that makes you a hoe? I think the reason I asked this is because Steve Harvey's book. I didn't read that trash. Because my, my dad said my mom fusses with him because of Steve Harvey's book. <laughs> like, for real. like Because she listens to Steve Harvey too much. Um, You should let a guy wait. Me letting you wait. It's not going to make me more of a hoe or less of a hoe. Make me more of your wife or less of your wife. Yeah. Because a lot of the time, you sitting here, you out here letting this boy wait. And niggas are patient. N- ain't nothing more patient than a nigga that wants some front from you. You hear yeah, me? Exactly. That nigga will wait. <laughs> he will, he'll go have sex with other people, but he's going to wait for you. Yeah. He ain't going to force you. He's going to take his time. Mm-hmm. And then still... Flaunt on your ass. Don't yeah, do it. shit you. Yeah. Exactly. Don't do it. I think it's so stupid. I don't, I don't think it makes you a homo. It I doesn't. Don't. I think other activities 
make so, you So, Ashina has a question. I don't want to read it. Because <laughs> it's it shady. It's the first, it's the second one. There is nothing wrong with a baby shower proposal. There's everything wrong with the baby shower proposal. Listen, if every I time I see it on the internet, it grinds my gears every single time. And the nigga that does that to me, he will get the biggest, fattest no and the biggest punch in the face because now you're insulting me. Now you saw my value. You knew I was worth marrying, but you didn't want to make that commitment until I bred for you. Nah, my nigga. I got pregnant for you. That's just how it's going to be. I'm going to be a baby mother forever. I will never marry you. That I feel that way too. Like, if, I, if we've been dating... Like, granted, if we've been dating for six months and I get pregnant, don't propose to me. You could propose to me like three years. Don't propose to me when I'm pregnant or even a year after and having a baby. And then you trying to it's steal my thunder at my baby shower. I will, that ass, don't you're even kneel down. You trying to make it about you. Don't even kneel down, my nigga. I got nephews. I will call Travis and, and Jordan to beat your ass. Because what the hell are you doing? Exactly. You got me out here. You making me a clown in front of my family. And they going to clown my ass. They'll be like, oh, so you didn't, I forget, pregnant female skill. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, that's and not, not going to be me. you going to propose to me and have your mama feeling like I set you up. Bitch, I'll set your mama up. Like, no. That to me, I don't Especially like if, I can understand, like you said, six months in, right? Yeah. But we've been together for fucking five, six, seven, eight, nine years. No. No, I'm not doing that with you. I've already said this multiple I'm times. I'm not doing that with you. I'm not, no matter how much I love a man, the next man, whatever... I am not going to be your girlfriend for three plus years. Understand that. If after three years, if after two years, we have not had that conversation about where we are going or what we are doing, Mm -hmm. sir, I'm going to let you go so you could go find who you need to be with. Mm Because there's niggas out here proposing to bitches after two weeks, three weeks. Exactly. A year. Exactly. Six men, months. I, I don't believe that men don't know what they want. And one they, of my homeboys put on his Facebook, and I kid you not, he goes, um, no matter what a nigga tell you, he not ready, he not ready, when the right bitch come along, he gonna be ready. He gonna be ready. Let me tell me, if we in a relationship for three, four years, I'm not the right one, and that's what makes me look like that. I'm not the right one. I'm not who you want to be. What I am right now is an option you have settled. Don't settle. No, I, I don't. I, I, I've told you several times, and I've probably said it on this platform before, that I believe with men, it's not the right person. It's the right time. And I'm not with you at the right time. That's just what that is. There are men. And there was something that I reposted on my Instagram that I saw. It was in Sex in the City, where she's like, men are like cab drivers. You got to catch them when their light is on. Most of the time, they'll drive all night with an off-duty sign. You got to catch them when their light is on. So it's when they've gotten to that point and they can exit that whole stage in their 20s or they might exit that whole stage in their 60s. There are men in their 50s still trying to be hoes, still trying to bag a bunch of bitches. So you got to catch them when they've exited that whole stage. But either way, I'm not going to be with you forever. And because my boo comment, I'm waiting for him because... I know Tiffany is not doing what she needs to do for him. And eventually, that's not going to work either. But he said to him one time, he said, listen, you don't have to go through the whole day to see the sunshine. 
And I believe men know when that when that when it's the right time, they know when that woman comes along. And they can tell that this woman and even when it's not the right time for them mm -hmm. and they're in a situation with the woman, they know that she's the right kind of woman for them. Yeah. They know it. So don't tell me you're trying to figure yourself out for years. You're not. You're playing with me. And you're not going to outstage me at my baby shower. You're not doing that. Are you done? No, you're not doing that. And don't publish. Oh, gosh. We, we, got, we got somebody with side comments saying um, And don't publicly propose to me either because you're going to be embarrassed and people going to think I'm a bitch. Because I'm going to hit What's you with... What's wrong with the public proposal? I don't want that. That's too many eyes on me. So now you're forcing me to say yes because people are not watching. My nigga, I'm, even if I want to, even if I'm under like, oh my God, this man is my forever man, you do that publicly to me? Absolutely not. Anyway, I, I don't see anything wrong, wrong with the, the public, especially if I'm sure about you and you know I'm sure about you and you're sure about me. I don't see anything wrong. But then, again, I remember when you say that, I remember um, Tetrazina and Joe Budden when he brought her outside in Times Square. Tahiri? Yes. <laughs> yes. Tetrazina, I cannot. Whatever and Joe Budden, he brought her in Times Square, in the middle of Times Square, in front of all the people. And she said no. Yeah, because he was embarrassing her. Don't, and then don't try to propose to me after you was embarrassing me. Mm -hmm. And thinking, I'm going to say yes. No. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so I think we're on the same page with that. Absolutely not. We so, not doing that. Now my question. This one is, I don't know how I feel about my mask anyways. Should an ex-boyfriend... Financially take care of girl he's no longer dating until she can support herself. This is why the question is if they were in a relationship where he carried the brunt of the financial needs and took her from a place to another place and has been financially supporting her for that. Now they're broken up and she can't fully be support herself to be by herself like she has to work to get up her money for like six months to a year should he fi still financially support her because he took her from one place to another place like she moved out of state for him and all of that that one is tricky yes the fuck you should no that one is tricky yes that, you should I, i'm gonna tricky. tell you why i say yes even if it was me Right, mm. and I'm the woman now I'm making most of the money. And I asked you, say I got a job opportunity in Seattle, and I asked you to move out there with me. You would take care of a nigga. I'm not you no, 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 no. no, no, no. You could still live, but then again, I don't move into niggas, so this could never happen to me. But I do feel like you have a responsibility to that person because in that time, y'all were in love. You took them from one place to another place. I'm not saying now you taking them from one status to another status. Like, oh, you were dating a rapper, and now that you and the rapper not dating no more, he should still be paying for your condo. No. I'm talking about regular people. Like, you took her from Florida, moved her to California. You either have to pay for her trip back to Florida, or you have to, for six months, until she can get her money up, she has to stay where she is. Even if that is in your place. 
Even if you were taking care of her the entire course of the relationship. Yes. She asked, like, do you believe that? Uh, and now, now I've thought about it. Absolutely the fuck not. Ooh. No. 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 <laughs> no. I would fund your ticket no, back I'm to not, your hometown. I'm not doing shit. I'm not doing shit. And I don't think there's any man that should do that for absolutely the fuck not. You know why? Because that's the same thing that happened with my ex-husband. He was in St. Lucia. He moved, he moved up here. Now, he had the option to stay and I would move. But he didn't have shit to give me in St. Lucia. I had shit to give him up here. He didn't have shit to give me. So he had to move up here. He moved up here. So you're telling me after I leave it as I got to take him? The fuck? No. Absolutely not. That is not my and job. Let me tell you. Do it, but he could do it by himself. Let me tell you something. This world, if women are still stupid, is because they choose to be stupid. They choose to be obtuse because yeah. there are too many horror stories on the internet, on the TV. Damn it, your mama might be a horror story. <laughs> your mama ain't watch a lot of time on Sundays with you and it shows. Yeah, exactly. Your auntie might be a horror story. Wow. Too many horror stories for you not to know. You got to have your vex money. You got to make sure you're good. Mm-hmm. You weren't raised right. So fuck you and your mama who raised you because you weren't raised right. There is no way I would set, first of all, the mamas need to set their daughters up for success. Yeah. I would never set my daughter up for failure and tell her, yo, you could live in the house and not pay, um, don't pay any of the bills and not make sure that you're good if something happens to this man. So what if he dies? What if he dies? But see, that's why I believe for myself, I'm going to always have my, that's why I will never be a stay-at-home nothing. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to be again, taking care of myself. again. What if it's not optional? What if this man dies? Yeah. You're going to fall flat on your face? You need to make sure you can take care of yourself. And even if you choose to stay home and not work, make sure you're putting aside a little money every second you get. You're, you're investing somewhere. Mm-hmm. These women, what they do, they're just as foolish as some of these men. They take the money and they floss it everywhere. That was the same thing with Lamar Odom's ex-wife. He has to pay her a lot of money now. You I understand? Don't think that's right, though. It's not right. You know, you sit there in this house and you don't do what you're supposed to do to make sure that you're good. You gotta keep in the back of your mind that a this man is either gonna die or he's gonna leave you. Mm-hmm. One of the two might happen, and you need to prepare for either one of those. Especially if you're not married. You telling me you getting caught in that madness and you a girlfriend? Absolutely. You got so much faith in this nigga as a girlfriend. I'm not even breeding for a man unless I can take care of that baby on my own. I'm not saying I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm going to choose to do it on my own if he could help me. But I always have in the back of my mind that this man could leave. Exactly. When it comes to having kids, though, and this is something my sister always said. She, Stacy said, I had every one of my kids for myself. Because I think a lot of women make that mistake. You having kids to keep a nigga. Girl, man. And Jamaicans been singing that shit since I was knee high. So to think that you should put yourself in a situation where you cannot financially support yourself. Nigga, no. Don't even, if you have, no. No. You with a man, there are several things you need to consider. Especially if you get married. You need to have access to these accounts. You need to be making sure that if you're home and he's telling you don't work, he needs to give you a substantial allowance every month. Mm-hmm. 
that money that you get from him, you need to start investing it. Yeah. You need to do something with it. I don't and make sure that, that you're set up for success. It bothers me. It bothers me. And it, it bothers me when it happens to regular folks. And I see regular folks on the internet starting to go fund me when somebody dies. But it's even worse when it's celebrities for me. That guy died recently, AJ Johnson, the comedian who was in so many movies. Yeah. He probably made millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And his wife is on the internet starting to go fund me. And talking about, oh, people and they fake love. Like, what do it people is owe not, you? Exactly. It's not anyone's job to finance you. You were supposed to vet this man you were with. You're not just looking for a lover or a friend or a, a, you're a, looking a good for a father. Partner. You're looking for a business partner and you're looking for a man that's going to provide for you and protect your family and sets things in place for even when he is gone. Like, I don't understand. Why the hell doesn't he have life insurance? But not even, like, okay, this is when... You really got to check them like they 16 years old. Where's all your money going to? You've been in... Okay, guys. We had some technical difficulties. We're still trying to learn. There are little things that... Little quirks we have to learn with um, Anchor. And then the new iOS update. So, um, the recording... The recording was interrupted, but... Um, what was I saying? I was trying to remember. Okay, so the issue was... What I was talking about was um, making sure women, not only A, if you're going to be a stay-at-home mom or stay-at-home wife at the request of your husband, making sure you get an allowance, a substantial enough allowance, and making sure you take it upon yourself as a businesswoman, being business-minded, to invest that money or to start a business where... Maybe you don't have to leave your house to be do, do that business. But you're starting something. Even if it's, you know, buying property and flipping houses. Mm -hmm. You know, buying the house, getting contractors to fix that house and selling that house. You know, just flipping houses. But you have something going on where you're putting some money aside. And also, vetting the type of men that are, men that are forward thinking. That whole thing with AJ Johnson threw me off. Yeah. Because to me, as a man... If you're protecting and providing for your family, you cannot want for them to have to struggle when you die. Yeah. To me, it's bad enough dealing with the death of a spouse or a loved one than to have to add financial hardship and debt to it. As a, as a parent, you shouldn't do that to your kids. And as a spouse, you shouldn't do that to your significant other. The only person that have excuses for not having a life insurance policy are people who have no children, they're not married to anybody, and they don't have any family members that care about them. Those are the only people. But if you have family members that you care about, care about you, you cannot want to die, and then they have to worry about how to bury you. Mm -hmm. On top of grieving your loss, they have to try to come up with the money yeah. To cover your funeral expenses. That's not how you show true love. And I can understand people back in the day being in those situations. And hell, even, you know, grandparents who are dying now or whatever the case may be. Because maybe life insurance 
wasn't an option for them many years ago. Mm -hmm. And the way these insurance companies work, maybe, you know, at the time when they became aware of life insurance, they were too old. So the insurance policy was two, three hundred dollars a month and they're collecting a Social Security check of one fifty. They can't afford it. So I understand them, but moving forward, people who are dying now, who are in their 40s and 50s, you have no excuse. But you have no excuse. It's also to think about, like, with all these GoFundMe, I understand things pop up in your life. I really do. I understand life happens, shit happens. You faulted, you fell. But what was happening? Like... You? I'm not financing nobody's GoFundMe for a funeral. I'm not doing no. that. I'm not doing that. Have a have a fish fry. Make it I'm not, I'm not doing again. that. Because I feel like... And then, like, to go out on the internet and to basically accuse people of having fake love. That's Life pushing is it. happening to other people as That's well. That's pushing it too far. I understand it's, if you was going to talk about his, even his siblings. Life is happening to other people. Oh it's, my god. It's, it's taking it too far. Until AJ, whatever the hell his name was, passed away, I was never thinking about him. I can't name five people that were t- thinking about him. I don't know who he is. He did um he was in the he Friday, was in Friday movie. He was in I think he was in Players Club. Yeah. Um he did some comedy specials, but he did enough for him to have some money and those she's probably firing shots at his celebrity friends but those celebrity friends probably have life insurance policies for their family but then again those celebrity friends probably don't got no damn money you understand what i'm saying everybody that's out here acting ain't rich because they probably messed up on their money somewhere that he did but the difference between them and him is the fact that they have one more day to go do another shoot to act in another movie. The only the only th- thing you could say, the only people you could blame for having fake love, is if he paid a business manager to make sure his life insurance and all of that was in in place, and that person did not do that. Exactly, and I told him that they were doing that. That's a different conversation. It but is. if he never attempted to have a life insurance policy or invest in different businesses so that y'all can be good. Then that's on him, and that's on you. Y'all fucked up. And another thing, though, when you get to a certain place in your life, and you're making X amount of dollars, you by yourself cannot manage that. You should definitely go down to your bank and hire a financial advisor. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's like people that win the lotto and go broke in six months. Mm -hmm. You had money... And you basically wanted everything. Mm-hmm. And you need somebody that's going to be like, nah. You can't have that. I watched an interview the other day with Eminem. And it, I guess it was an old interview. And they're like, you called your manager to ask him if you can afford a Rolex. At this time, you had already had two, three platinum albums. He's like, I understand that. But I don't mean I got money. And that's how people have to live. Mm-hmm. Everything you want, you don't always need it. Yeah. And I think that is the problem. When you need to have financial advisors, people that know, hey, your bank account says X, your expenses are Y, what you equal for your weekly money ain't going to make it. Mm-hmm. 
A Rolex is not in the budget. Yeah. A new car is not in the budget. But you may be on somebody's screen every week, every month, mm -hmm. every couple years. You're in a movie, but you don't have the money to get all these things to floss on these people. A lot of people living out in L.A. don't own the home they live in. They don't. They rent in it. They don't. And I think a lot of we're, everybody else is out here trying to live to keep up with people that's renting. Yeah, exactly. The whole time you exactly. owning your shit yeah, exactly. in your small ass town. Exactly. While niggas is living out here in L.A. renting. Exactly. Understand yourself and understand the money you make. Yeah, and then to me, that's a my bad on her part, my, my bad on his. But you can't put that on everybody. But I guess to answer the question, I say it's a hell no. I'm not taking care of you after we break up. And I don't expect no man to take care of me after we break up. Best believe, I'm be making sure that I'm good. I'm going to level up in such a way that you're going to be like, yo, how the fuck she did that? Um, she was in the house the whole time. That How the hell does she have three businesses? I don't know if that's a Caribbean thing to have your vex money. You have to have your vex money. You have to put something aside. Y'all gotta be wife. You have to put something aside. He at the game, we in the bank. Um, So can we put away 5000 right now? Exactly. Y'all better put something away when that nigga no, I you, you ask me to stay home, you gotta take care of me and give me some extra money. Exactly. Because you're not gonna always be here. So I'm gonna change my answer to I'm not taking care of nobody. Okay, good. There we go. There we go. Um, so the next question is this is a heavy question and I, is it my question? Yes. It's a very heavy question because we both agree on this shit and it brings me so much anger. That's why I, I didn't even go into nobody reading nobody's comments about this. Haitians being sent back to sent back at the Texas border is a black American issue. Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. 100%. And I've said this to Ashina so much, and I think I probably yelled at her when she brought this question into me. Everything is on a list. As people, we are on a list. Mm -hmm. Now, they're people of value and people yes. who don't have any value. So when they start checking your ass off this list, just know your very high sitting privileged ass is on the chopping block next. Exactly. And that's what we need to understand. Mm -hmm. Haitian people, what's happening in Haiti is a crime against humanity. And people have been targeting, bigger developed countries have been targeting Haiti since For their years. independence. Since their independence, Renee. They've been mad since Haiti had the nerve to be, to independent. be free. Yeah. Like, and you're telling me this is not a black American issue? I'm going to tell you right now, I know mad Haitians in Miami that is not going, if they ever start handing out reparations, they not getting shit. They not. But they going to march in your marches mm -hmm. because the Black Lives Matter march, if you think about it, has absolutely nothing to do with Caribbean people. It doesn't. But we will march with you. Yeah. So to get on any platform and open your black ass mouth talking about, oh, this is not a black American problem, you have another fucking thing coming. Because when it's a your problem, it's a everybody problem. Exactly. And that is the problem. And, that, I have and with that's it. the thing. Because we have if to start looking at Haiti, it like as a everybody. If it wasn't for Haiti, a lot of you niggas wouldn't understand a lot of shit. And there's a lot of things America has because of Haiti. Exactly. America has because a couple of, of their states because of Haiti. Haiti, you understand uh, Haiti, that. When, after Haiti became free, there were some wars. I can't remember. I have to Google it after. But I read that there was a war that America was involved in that Haiti sent some of their soldiers 
to help fight in that war with America. Napoleon lost the Haitian slaves. And that's what made him sell Louisiana, Arkansas, and a lot of other those little states back to America mm-hmm. to make up money that for what lost, they yeah. lost from their slaves. So to sit here mm-hmm. and tell us that, oh, this is not a black American problem. Yes, the fuck it is. Yes, the fuck it is. Why I, is it that people of color will never understand that it's a that we it, problem? It's a you problem? It's, it's a, a me my pro- problem. Yeah, exactly. Because when they look at us, if we all stand in front of them, they don't, they know, don't know what Unless we, we open from. our mouth, they don't know where we're from. And that's the thing, though. Caribbean people are so fucking proud of their little, tiny ass little islands. That's the only reason you know who we are. If and I could, I'll put a St. Lucia flag all over my car. And that's it, though. Like, to sit here and to think, to hear it. It is so asinine. It hurts my feelings. It does. And I'm not even fucking Haitians. That shit was horrible. Mm-hmm. Then people were being whipped like exactly. cattle. That should never happen to They're people. They're babies sitting there looking in fear. Like, like what the hell is happening to us? And for, for, this and is what I why, wait, wait. While America is escorting by plane 95,000 Afghans. And black Americans don't see that there's something wrong with that? I'm a firm believer that America do owe the Afghani people a place to stay. Just like they owe the Haitian people a place to stay. Just like they owe anybody running from violence and corruption a place to stay. Mm-hmm. We America, That is their motto. Mm-hmm. You welcome people like that until yeah. they're people of color. Mm-hmm. And that is the problem. And 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 if and the the fact that they're excluding people of color from those graces should be a problem. I think it was, for all people of color. Is it normal? We should all yeah. look at it funny. But this is it though. Every skin folk and kin folk. They not. And that's what the hell God is so, teaching me every fucking day. They, they're so busy on trying. And Rihanna Internet. They're so busy trying to create division. That they say shit that is so ass backwards. It annoys the shit out of me. Now, I took a large break from Clubhouse. And it was Clubhouse that prompted me to ask that question. Because that was the prompt on a Clubhouse room. And I went into the room. And it was nothing but ADOS people. American descendants of slaves. Who kept regurgitating the bullshit. That it is not a black American issue. Listen. If we go back in our history, there are countless black people who fought for the lives of all black Americans who were not black American. Exactly. Who were not descendants of American slaves. Malcolm X's mother and father were from Grenada. Marcus Garvey, um, Shirley Chisholm, Colin Powell, all these people. They fight for your rights to have they it. Don't, they have a Caribbean background. And the crazy part is, they wouldn't even benefit from the shit they wanted you to get. And you sit on the internet and you sit in your little chat rooms and you spew the white supremacy. Rhetoric. And don't understand what you're fucking doing. Exactly, because and once no. they're able to eliminate all immigrants from this country, and they're not eliminating all immigrants because they're not targeting the Russian ones. They're not targeting the Asian ones. The Italians. 
They're not targeting the Italian immigrants because contrary to popular belief, black and Hispanic immigrants are not the only ones here illegally. Trust me. They're not. Because America has this thing where they feel like majority of the illegal immigrants in this country come over a border. Nah, bitch. They flew in this motherfucker. They did. And that's that shit. And they're not leaving. They're not fucking leaving. They not. They're not leaving. They got businesses sit up big that they gave away to their children. And they On American dime. On American dime. Without paying a shit lick of taxes. Because America is busy watching black and brown folk. Exactly. When they're done getting rid of all the black and brown immigrants from this country, who the fuck do you think is next? Your black ass. Who's next? And, they, and that's the bullshit that they don't understand. That they, they don't bear through. It don't like like it don't hit. Their ears don't go through. They don't they don't want to learn from their past. You don't. It's you, that, that now, shit. Well, I think what Americans, what black Americans want, they want to be like the Irish. Oh, but we were first enslaved. Nigga, shut up. Y'all sound like them same pick me ass niggas that y'all talk negative about. Y'all sound dumb. You sound dumb, and you are right behind Donald Trump. And the sad part about it, you don't even fucking you, know. They it. don't. They don't even know it. You don't and, even and, know and, it. and the thing that, and a lot of them say it, and they don't even know what the fuck they're saying. They keep saying this bullshit about how they're taking our jobs, they're taking our opportunities. Listen, if a seat is occupied, you cannot sit in it. These people are taking jobs that are unoccupied. But this is also it, though. You're talking to people that feel like illegal immigrants are taking food stamps. And you can't get none of that shit without a social security number, dumb Exactly. Fuck. Like, you don't even exactly. know how immigration works. These people are working three and four their jobs. money to get that paper. And then the, the government, this is the, this is the kicker. America takes the money for the visa. Exactly. They take it. They welcome all the money for the visa. Exactly. But this is it, though. The same people that's not supposed to be working in their country, how the fuck they going to pay for the visa? They got to work. They doing the work that your ass don't want to do. They out on somebody's farm picking fruits. They out in somebody's house cleaning up after their disgusting-ass kids while they should be home with their children. You know, when I lived in New York, you know how many of those women, those nannies, exactly. would say, yo, I haven't seen my kid in, in four months. five years. Yes. And I'm here wiping some other kid's ass, mm-hmm. singing happy birthday to these niggas, and I can't see mine. Exactly. Do you know what that feels like, yo? And then the whole And then when you walk- tell them that, they tell you, well, then go back to your country. With what opportunity? The, the thing that they don't realize, let me let y'all understand something. Without immigrants in, in this country, legal and illegal, America is going to crumble. I'm telling you that right now. It's Without already, immigrants. And I hope they it know this. crumble. The, the raise in fruit, the raise in vegetable is because of the lack of illegal immigrants mm-hmm. working those farms. Y'all so complain to, so, so keep about on making avocado toast, bitch. That shit's about to be ten dollars. Exactly, an avocado. I paid, I paid eleven dollars for a bag of cherries the other day. They eleven dollars. All them jobs is open. Why the American people don't run to them? They oh don't yeah, that's right. Them. You don't want to work in the sun. You don't want to do that. So this conversation hits differently because I am the child of an immigrant. I am an immigrant. I, that's where I'm at. I, with it. it hits me differently. That's what, where I'm and at. And when with I it. saw that shit, I couldn't even watch it. But I turned it on because that shit make it's like, yo, that could be me. Exactly. That could be my family. Mm-hmm. That's being whipped like dogs. 
And even America if, don't even treat their dogs like that. Exactly. Even if, let me tell you something, even if I wasn't the child of an immigrant, even if I wasn't an immigrant myself, I would still see fault in what they're doing. These people preach how much, you know, this is against humanity. And and Joe, Joe, Biden, Joe Biden is upsetting me. He's upsetting me. I'm going to just put that on record. He's upsetting me. I'm not going to say it's as bad as the other orange face, but he's upsetting me. He he's was, upsetting me. Like y'all like to say about Trump and Hillary, Joe was the lesser of both of two evils. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And too many times we sit and we fall victim to, to mouth play. Mm-hmm. And my mother always said, that's what the hell your mouth is made for. For you to talk. Mm-hmm. For you to say whatever the hell is going to get you where you need to get. Earlier in this conversation, I told you, men are patient. Mm-hmm. And this nigga was patient. Mm-hmm. So I, it is absolutely a black American issue. Definitely. We definitely need to stop the whole, I hate to hear Caribbean people talk negatively about black Americans. I hate to hear it. But I hate to hear black Americans fight so hard for them to be for them to separate themselves from other black people in this country yeah they want to be blonde here blue eyes so bad i hate to hear it i'm not gonna ever sit here and condone caribbean people because caribbean people do it too they come here and spew this oh black americans are this they're trash they're this da, 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 they're lazy blah 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 i'm not gonna sit here and be here for it yeah I'm not. because you're enjoying these liberties because of their ancestors. So shut the fuck up about it. Exactly. But any black issue is our issue. Exactly. We cannot as see the people, difference. As a people, not even just as immigrants, as people, whether you're black, white, pink, purple, green, orange, and everything in fucking between, this is a human problem. Yeah, it's a problem. Everybody should have been upset. Everybody and should be outraged. Yo, where the fuck do we get off? Like, not even we, because I could never do that. You have a whip in your hand and you're whipping people on horseback. Does not, like, not bring back slavery to Exactly. It's giving it's slavery, giving slavery and nobody sees this. Like, they're not seeing this. They're not seeing that. Listen, like, why aren't people triggered by this behavior? They're not triggered because... Why is your PTSD not kicking in? Yeah, because... Is it because the ancestors who suffered those things are already dead? So you didn't feel it firsthand, so you don't see... How this mirrors exactly what your great-grandma went through? You don't get to talk about what was happening to slaves when you see shit happening to people now and you're silent. Martin Luther King would not be here for this. Malcolm X would not be here for this. And y'all sit here and y'all talk about Martin and y'all talk about Malcolm. Y'all talk about Marcus Garvey. Y'all talk about them as if you follow their doctrines. You don't. You don't. You absolutely don't. Anybody who doesn't see it as a, a, as a me issue, I, I, take it outside of black American. Anybody, you could be yellow, you could be orange, you could be white. Anybody who doesn't see it as an issue, we don't need to have conversations. Exactly. Because Marcus Garvey left, his black ass left Jamaica to come to America to help fight for y'all cause. Understand that. Understand that shit. He was not a citizen of this country. He left his black ass country to and, come and to and your now, country. And now not even the maggots from his body is welcome in America. Ex- no, he, he's still on the band. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, not even. Not even the maggots from off of his body can cross American soil. It's crazy. Y'all really need to like wake up. 
Understand Wake yourself. the hell up and open your eyes to the madness. Understand yourself. All right, what's okay. the next question? So this question is not... We're back to light-ass questions now. Because this is heavy. This is very heavy. Heavy. Light-ass questions. Do you believe in love at first sight? Yes. No. No. <laughs> Zyra for the kill. No. I don't. I believe in lust at first sight, but I don't believe in oh, love. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't believe in love at first sight. Ain't no love. You're right. You're right. Because love is layered. Exactly. I feel love, like- love has many layers, and love can't just be physical attraction exactly i i believe you can be i i I believe you can have a connection to someone from a first encounter yeah it may not be love but it could be a strong connection you have a strong enough for you to want to know more Mm. some that that for for curiosity at first sight i'll call it curiosity at first sight it's beyond lust but it, it is it's strong enough for you to say you know what this is worth me taking my time. You know why I don't believe in love at first sight? And I believe in lust at first sight? Because I got two dark-skinned dudes that come in my store all the time. And I'm in love with both of them. <laughs> <laughs> they both my boyfriends. Renee, but remember the guy that came into prime? Oh, my God. Well, oh, both, my he was both God. our love. He left us speechless. I couldn't even breathe when this man walked out you the door. You know what I mean? And it's crazy because, like, if you meet somebody and, let's say... His penis is five. I immediately don't love you no more. <laughs> <laughs> five inches. I immediately don't love the you. The love died. Oh my god. Who the love died. <laughs> I feel sorry for this man. <laughs> immediately. So I do not believe in love at first sight. Yeah, that, that's a no. I, I believe a, there's a deep no. curiosity that may happen or a connection. That's, yeah, you, know? you can meet somebody and you start a conversation. You're like, damn. Yeah. And you tell everybody is, about that. This person is interesting as yeah, hell. It's not love. It's curiosity. Mm-hmm. Curiosity at first sight. Lust at first sight. I see you. I'm taking pants off. Nah. <laughs> or let me know. Tell me more. Tell me more. Yeah. But... That love at first sight, that's for the birds. It is for the birds. Okay, so this is Ashina's last question. Jesus, Lord. <laughs> I had to bring it there. Oh my I God. had to take it there. Going through a period of intense grief over the passing of an ex or even when you're in a new established relationship. Go. Go, ma'am. Go. Is, is it okay? The question is, is it okay? Oh, is it okay? Is it okay to go through an intense period of grief over the passing of an ex while you're in an established new relationship no it is absolutely not okay okay because take your retarded ass outside however oh my god and it still doesn't make it okay but i have seen situations where people, because of outside influences, they kind of felt forced to be in relationships they didn't want to be in. So when they lost people who they really truly wanted to be with, it hit them hard. And I understood that grief. And I agree with that level of grief. But that is a... I, I don't think that situation is ever going to happen again. Anybody who claims that that happens to them, they're lying. But I know that situation in particular was genuine. Okay, so to the question, my answer is, I think the fuck not you trick-ass bitch. 
I wish I was in a relationship with a man and his own. Okay, guys, so it happened again. But we're intent on finishing this conversation. So I guess we're going to have to find a different medium to record on. Yeah. Because Apple iOS is giving me problems. So I'll probably start recording on the computer instead of the phone. But anyway, um... Back so, to the question. Let's just yeah. finish out the conversation. Like, you're yeah. in a relationship now, and you lose an ex, and now you're trying to breathe in that room. That's not fair to the, to new, the new person. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, especially if you've already established a love. Like, oh, I love you, and blah, blah, blah. And now somebody dies, and you're here boohoo crying 2, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning... And you're, it's not fair. Because I promise you, I promise you it's not going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem for me. It will be a problem. I, I don't think I could do that. Like, grieving in private. Mm -hmm. Grieve when I'm not there. And it may sound horrible, but if that happened to me, I would have to grieve in private. I would not be able to do that to the person. And another thing that has come up after that, because when we first spoke about it, this is something like, imagine, right, you're in a relationship with someone and you, um, you guys are, are like, like you said, you're living separately, right? Mm -hmm. And you decide, okay, you're getting engaged, you're going to move in together. And you decide to move into his crib. And let's say he was once married, right? And you were living for the Lord, so you never went to his house, y'all never did any of that. But then you finally move in, and you find pictures of his ex-wife, who, who passed away, all over the house. How do you receive something like that? Do you tell him to take all those pictures down? Yes. Immediately. Take all of them down. Because if we're at a place where we are now engaged, that means that you love me. Mm -hmm. Why would you, first of all, why would you let me enter into some shit that's going to cause me pain. You don't love me. Yeah. And by my mama's definition of love, you did that on purpose. Mm -hmm. You did not love me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it is so disrespectful to her memory mm -hmm. and to my future with you if we're still holding on. Mm -hmm. What are you holding on to? She ain't coming back. Wow. That's... She's dead. Where's she coming from? And if she walked through that door... Headshot, nigga, because that's a zombie. What are we doing? It is not fair to have someone and for you to be sitting around here grieving over somebody and then you want sympathy and you want hugs and cut. Nigga, go hug her mama. You know what this thing makes me think of? Did you see Manifest? No. I didn't finish that stupid shit. But you saw the beginning of yeah. it, like the first two episodes. Mm -hmm. So you know what I'm about to talk about, right? What? Talk you know how they thought the plane crashed yeah. and the husband died. They thought that's what happened. Mm -hmm. And then she ends up, the woman who was married, who she thought her husband died in the plane crash, she ends up moving on and he comes back. Mm -hmm. And now she's torn between the man she thought was dead. And the new nigga that helped her heal through that difficult... Because in the plane crash, she was supposed to have lost her husband and her child. Yeah. So, 
Well, that that's what that made me. I mean, that's movies and it's fictional, but that's what it made me think of. Like, wh- who do you choose at that moment? At that moment, you gotta have honest conversations. Mm-hmm. And can the person that's been missing really have a problem? No, like they can. you were gone for five, ten years. <laughs> what the hell was I supposed to do? If I if you're getting divorced from somebody that you haven't seen. You put that shit in the paper, that person does not reply to that, the judge would be like, divorce. Mm-hmm. How long should you wait for somebody that is presumed dead? Mm-hmm. But back to reality where this person, you buried them. You should not have moved on. You did an injustice to yourself by moving on. Mm-hmm. Now you're doing an injustice to me because now I have to heal from the torture that you put me in. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, grieve, don't grieve with me. This is not your mother or your sister. Do not grieve with me. I believe that if you feel like you and your wife are married and you want to stay single and I force myself there, then I have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't force myself there, yeah. then absolutely not. Take yeah. that shit down. I shouldn't even have to tell you. Because mm-hmm. if I walk in there and I see it, here's your ring. Not even here's your ring. I'm keeping the ring. Fuck you. Mm. You tried it. I feel you. I feel you. So the next, the last question, right? This is the, yeah, this my is the last, last question. This is my question. This is funny. This is a funny one. Do you tell your kids to hit back if they get hit in school or do you tell them to go tell the teacher? Hit back. Hit the Always. fuck back. Even if it's the teacher that hit you, you hit her <laughs> ass back. You because hit her ass. You always hit back. So Always. This- you can walk away from an insult. Yeah. You can walk away from somebody using their mouth, using their words. And even then, somebody insults you, you insult their ass back. Exactly. You don't go cursing and carrying on like you're grown, but you insult their ass back. But you can, I, I will, I will better give you a, 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 a spiel or advice on walking away from people talking bad about you. But somebody put their hand on you, you hit them back. And you hit them with all the force in the world. You hit them to knock them out. So this question comes from the conversation I was having with my sister earlier. A little kid pushed Connor, my nephew. So Connor pushed them back. So when they went to go have the conversation with the teacher, the teacher said, Connor, you shouldn't have done anything. You should have came and told me. Connor said, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. My mom said, that's a sign of weakness. And if someone hits me, I should hit them back. Damn right. Because this is it. Stop telling people, kids. Oh, tell the teacher. No, the beginning of school, you need to have this conversation in class. Keep your hands to your motherfucking self. self. And if you put your hands on someone else's child and that child knocks you the fuck out, sit your ass down. My thing is, at what point should a child ever have to bear the burden of having to report to a teacher? Unless that situation happened in the bathroom, there's an excuse. But there should always be adult supervision when your child is in school. Exactly. Connor said the teacher was there. The teacher was like, I didn't see the kid pushing. That's your fucking Because you're not doing your job. You're not doing your job. You saw a response, but you ain't see the action. And that's what it is. Stop sending your kids to school to abuse other people's kids because that bullying shit don't work well it's with not, everybody. Parent. It's not going to work with mine. And uh, we were talking about my other little nephew, Cooper. 
it's she's like I know Connor and I know Cooper. Cooper would have probably the kid would have said something. Cooper would have said something back to make the kid want to fight. Connor is a type. You talking to him, he gonna walk away from you. You put your hands on him, he gonna put back hands on you. Mm-hmm. So Stacey knew for a fact that kid had to do something to him for him to do something. Now, granted, my it, my niece is hitting first. I, my nephew, I, I my nephew gonna tell the teacher, but my niece, she is hitting first. Skyla and she Janea. will be the first to swing. You open your mouth to Janae, Janae gonna open her mouth back to you. You put your hands on Janae, Janae gonna put her hands on you. Skylar, you open your mouth, Skylar is swinging on you. Yes, exactly. Bitch, what you say? <laughs> exactly. My you niece is swinging first. I already know that. I have one nephew, I have Baby Hulk, and I have Travis. Travis is swinging on that ass as soon as you open your mouth. Baby Hulk gonna either walk away or tell you about yourself. But for a fact, be careful what you send your kids to school to do. Yeah. Because you might be running in on one of my nephews. Yeah. And Ashina's niece. Yeah. That's going to spank that ass. Yeah. So be careful what you do. My niece don't Because play. if God bless me with a child, I'm telling you, first day of school, if anybody put their hands on you, punch that bitch in their face. Exactly. And if they you too get, big, you, you take off your book bag and, and you, you hit them with the book bag. The yep. hardest you can. You hit them with whatever you can. If you know you can't fight blow for blow with your fist and when you find something and you hit they ass with it pick up the fucking desktop and hit they ass with it i i don't give a shit and i will back you a thousand percent exactly somebody hit you first you hit their ass back the teacher tap you too hard too hard swing on that bitch swing. call my mama now call my mama now because please believe i will wrap my hair up and put on my sneakers because that is the shit, though. They always Stop teach, sending. They teaching. They trying to train your kids to be bullied. Exactly. Stop bullying your children at your house. So when they go to school, they bully other people's kids. That's not it. Because every kid is not going to take it. You might send your little nigga to school after you bully him and he come back home with a black eye. Exactly. Be careful. So he's going to be getting punched up in both places. Both places. Because, and I promise you, no teacher should be calling no parents saying, oh, well, a kid hit your kid, and your kid didn't come to tell me. you damn right. What did they do? They beat their ass? I'm because my first question would be, did this happen in the bathroom? No? So who the fuck was watching these kids? Exactly. Because when I drop them off to school, as a teacher, the principal, whoever the hell is, they're now in your place. They need to be You're supervised. You're protecting them. They need to I be supervised at all times. To be supervised by niggas they age. Exactly. You're an adult. And as an adult, you need to act accordingly. Mm-hmm. And stop telling these kids, oh, tell the teacher. Ain't no tell the teacher. Beat the kid up. Beat the see, you don't never gotta tell Miss Rory or Miss Skylar that. Yes. Cause they fight it. Rory the teacher will fight. Won't call and be like, um, so today, oh my god. Stacey, you already getting called from the daycare. Um, Miss Stacy, Skylar just beats the kids up yeah. when they don't do what she wants. Thank God my niece is still home. But <laughs> once she go to school, and I will be backing her with everything she do. Anytime That's she it. swing, I'm be like, they did something to her first. They did something to her first. And if they opened their mouth and said something, they shouldn't have said something to her. Exactly. They did something first. And my first. sister's the right mama. You could call that kid mama. Stacy ready to fight. What happened? Let me call his sister. So we could both jump you, since that's what you want. 
Nope. But anywho, we're done for tonight. Hopefully, we can consolidate all of the um, pieces we had to do separately into one episode, and we'll be able to publish it that way. Let's cross our fingers. But anyway, have a great night, everyone. Make bad decisions. Always. Bye. Bye.